0: Hey there, Chris. Hope you're navigating your day well over in New York.
1: Yeah, it's looking like a bit of a mixed bag with the weather today. Highs hitting 53 degrees, but starting off with some broken clouds this morning and moving into overcast skies by evening.
0: Well, regardless of the weather, we've got some important stories to keep you informed. Ukrainian troops are facing a critical shortage of ammunition and supplies in their conflict with Russian forces. U.S. congressional leaders are ringing alarm bells over the delayed $95 billion foreign aid package that's vital for Ukraine's defense.
1: I'm Steve Onsker.
0: And I'm Jonathan Martin. You're listening to The Daily Digest from PocketPod News.
1: Over on the West Coast, Waymo's getting the green light to expand its self-driving taxi service. After San Francisco, they're heading to Los Angeles and other Californian cities, despite some local pushback on how these robo-taxes should operate.
0: And in the world of fintech, It's all about adaptability, from startups designed to help other startups wind down operations, to Klarna's new AI assistant stirring up controversy ahead of their potential IPO. It's a sector watching its every step as valuations soar and competition
1: heats up. Stay tuned. We've got all the news you need to start your day right here on The Daily Digest. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one size fits all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist.
0: As the conflict between Ukraine and Russia continues, the spotlight is once again on the United States and its commitment to supporting
1: Ukraine. Right, but it seems there's a snag. Despite previous promises of military aid, Ukrainian forces are facing critical ammunition shortages, raising concerns about their ability to sustain defense against Russian advances. And it's not just about logistics.
0: Politics in Washington, D.C. are playing a significant role. Delays in aid are linked to political disagreements and procedural delays within Congress. It's been over two
1: months since the last shipment was sent. To delve deeper into this complex issue, we're joined by PocketPod News World Affairs correspondent Rose Fletcher. Rose has been following the developments closely and will shed light on how these delays could impact not just Ukraine, but U.S. national security and its NATO allies.
2: Thank you, Steve. It's a situation that's as dynamic as it is critical. The military standoff in Ukraine has reached a crucial point, with Ukrainian forces facing significant challenges due to ammunition shortages. This shortage has directly impacted their ability to hold positions against Russian advances, exemplified by the withdrawal from Avdivka last month after a valiant four-month defence. The crux of the issue here is the delay in military aid from the United States, which has not sent any shipments in over two months.
1: That sounds quite concerning, Rose. Can you tell us more about what's causing these delays?
2: Absolutely, Steve. The delays can largely be attributed to political disagreements and procedural delays within Congress. Specifically, there's been a noticeable hesitation from the Republican-controlled House to quickly approve a $95 billion foreign aid package for Ukraine, which was passed by the Senate. House Speaker Mike Johnson and internal divisions within the Republican Party are at the centre of this standoff. This reluctance comes at a time when international leaders and domestic political figures are ramping up pressure on Congress to expedite the military aid. Speaking of
1: pressure, what kind of international and domestic responses are we seeing regarding these delays?
2: On an international level, leaders of 23 European parliaments have signed an open letter urging action on aid for Ukraine. Domestically, there's a growing concern among lawmakers and security experts about the implications of delayed aid for U.S. national security and its NATO allies. There is a palpable sense of urgency in these calls for action.
1: It seems like an intricate issue with broad implications. Are there any potential solutions or legislative actions being considered to circumvent these delays?
2: Indeed, there are discussions around several potential solutions that include tapping into existing stockpiles or crafting new national security packages that might not match the $95 billion proposed by the Senate, but would include similar provisions aimed at supporting Ukraine and other allies such as Israel and countries in the Indo-Pacific region. Additionally, there's talk about utilising frozen Russian assets through legislative actions like the REPO Act to fund humanitarian assistance.
1: And what could be the broader implications if these delays continue?
2: The stakes couldn't be higher, Steve. Delays in aiding Ukraine could embolden Russian forces, potentially bringing them closer to NATO borders, a scenario that nobody wants to see unfold. There's also concern that without timely support, US troops might need to step in directly to defend NATO allies should Russian aggression expand further westward.
1: It's clearly a complex issue with far-reaching consequences. Rose Fletcher, thank you for providing such insightful analysis on this critical topic today.
2: My pleasure, Steve. Thank you for having me on to discuss this important issue.
0: California is once again at the forefront of transportation innovation.
1: That's right. The state's regulators have just given the green light to Waymo, a leader in autonomous driving technology to expand its robo taxi services into Los Angeles and parts of the San Francisco Peninsula.
0: But it's not all smooth driving ahead. The expansion comes amidst growing concerns over the safety of autonomous vehicles, especially following a recent incident involving a rival service.
1: To help us navigate through these developments, we're joined by PocketPod news technology analyst Katrina Shelton. Katrina, how significant is this approval for Waymo, and what does it mean for the future of autonomous vehicles in urban areas?
3: Steve, this approval is a substantial milestone for Waymo and the autonomous vehicle industry at large. It's not just about expanding a service geographically. um, It's about the increasing trust in and validation of autonomous driving technology by a significant regulatory body like the California Public Utilities Commission. Uh, The decision allows Waymo to operate its robotaxi services in two of California's major urban centers, Los Angeles and parts of the San Francisco Peninsula, building on its existing operations in San Francisco and Phoenix. This expansion into denser, more complex urban environments signals a growing confidence in the safety and reliability of autonomous vehicles.
1: That's fascinating, Katrina. Can you dive a bit deeper into what this regulatory approval entails and why it's particularly noteworthy? Absolutely, Steve. The California Public
3: Utilities Commission's green light for Waymo to extend its operations is a critical step forward in the company's efforts to scale up its self-driving taxi service. This approval does not come lightly. It reflects an acknowledgement that Waymo has met stringent safety and operational standards required by state regulators. Given that this decision came on Friday without much precedent for such expansive permissions, it underscores a significant level of trust in Waymo's technology and operational capabilities.
1: With Waymo already operating in Phoenix since 2020 and being a familiar presence in San Francisco, how do these achievements place Waymo within the broader autonomous vehicle industry?
3: Waymo stands out as an industry leader, Steve. Their early entry into Phoenix and their established presence in San Francisco have given them invaluable experience not only in refining their technology, but also in navigating regulatory landscapes and public perception challenges. These operations have served as proving grounds for their self-driving systems, showcasing the viability of autonomous taxis as safe, efficient alternatives to traditional transportation methods.
1: Speaking of safety, there have been some concerns around autonomous vehicles following incidents with other companies' robo taxis. How does this affect public perception and regulatory scrutiny?
3: Safety concerns are indeed at the forefront when we discuss autonomous vehicles. The incident involving a pedestrian being injured by a rival robo-taxi service has certainly heightened awareness around these issues, while such incidents bring necessary attention to safety standards. They also present challenges for companies like Waymo as they work to assure both regulators and the public that their technology is safe. These situations underscore the importance of rigorous testing, uh, transparent operation practices, and ongoing dialogue with communities.
1: There's also been some opposition from local officials regarding Waymo's expansion plans. Can you expand on that?
3: Yes, Steve. Officials from both San Mateo County and Los Angeles have voiced concerns about having sufficient local control over robotaxi operations within their jurisdictions This opposition highlights an ongoing debate about how best to integrate these services into existing urban landscapes while ensuring they complement public transportation systems rather than create conflicts or safety issues.
1: To wrap up then, Katrina, what would you say are the broader implications of this approval for Waymo and for autonomous vehicles more generally?
3: This approval marks both an opportunity for progress in making autonomous driving technology an integral part of our transportation ecosystem, and a moment for critical reflection on ensuring these advancements align with public safety standards and regulatory expectations. As we move forward, developments like these will serve as important benchmarks for assessing how we integrate innovative technologies into society responsibly.
1: That was PocketPod News Technology Analyst Katrina Shelton. Thanks for joining us today.
3: Thanks for having me, Steve.
0: The fintech sector is buzzing with a range of developments that could redefine the landscape of financial technology.
1: From startups making it easier for businesses to close down to Stripe's valuation skyrocketing and Klarna's AI making waves in customer service, not to mention significant investment activities and even Google Pay planning to sunset its app in the U.S.
0: To help us dive deeper into these stories and what they mean for the future of fintech, we've got PocketPod news technology analyst Paige Owens with us. Paige, There's a lot to unpack here. Where do you see these developments taking the fintech sector?
4: Absolutely, Jonathan. The landscape of financial technology is evolving at a remarkable pace, starting with startups like Sunset and Simple Closure, which are carving out a niche by assisting companies in winding down operations efficiently. This trend is noteworthy as it points to a broader need in the market for services that cater to businesses at every stage of their life cycle, including closure. It's an interesting development because it suggests that as the startup ecosystem becomes more saturated, there's increasing recognition of the importance of managing the end as well as the beginning and growth phases.
0: That's quite intriguing. Now, moving on to Stripe's valuation jump. What does this tell us about investor confidence in fintech?
4: Well, Stripe's recent tender offer, leading to a 30 percent increase in its valuation to $65 billion, is a significant indicator of investor confidence not just in Stripe, but in the fintech sector at large. The fact that Stripe achieved this without moving toward an initial public offering speaks volumes about its strong market position and growth prospects. Investors clearly see Stripe as a leader in payment processing solutions with a robust business model capable of scaling globally.
0: And how about Klarna's AI advancements? What implications does this have for the industry?
4: Klarna's introduction of an AI assistant capable of handling immense volumes of customer service interactions is a testament to how AI is reshaping fintech. Managing two-thirds of its customer service chats within just one month after launch, Klarna's AI demonstrates not only efficiencies but also potential shifts in employment within customer service roles. While it raises questions about job displacement, it also highlights how fintech companies can leverage technology to improve operational efficiencies and customer experiences.
0: Turning our attention to investment activities within fintech, what can we discern from recent funding rounds?
4: The continued investment flow into fintech startups like Symmetric and Embat highlights the sector's vibrancy and potential for innovation. For instance, Symmetrix securing $55 million in Series B funding showcases investor belief in the company's value proposition and growth trajectory. These investments indicate that despite global economic uncertainties, investors remain bullish on fintech's potential to disrupt traditional financial services through technology-driven solutions.
0: Now, Google Pay sunsetting in the U.S., what does this mean for consumers and competitors?
4: Google Pay's decision to sunset its app in the United States signals strategic realignment or response to competitive pressures within digital payment services. It could open up opportunities for competitors while also nudging consumers towards exploring alternative platforms. This move underscores the dynamic nature of the fintech ecosystem where adaptability and responsiveness to market trends are crucial.
0: Finally, looking at high-interest headlines like Finix expanding into Canada or Robinhood catering to gig workers. How do these developments shape our understanding of fintech's direction?
4: These developments demonstrate fintech's broad spectrum addressing diverse needs from cross-border payments, expansion by Finix into Canada, to Robinhood introducing retirement plans for gig workers. Fintech is increasingly touching all facets of financial life. Challenges faced by entities like Tomo Credit highlight that while innovation provides opportunities for growth and disruption, navigating regulatory landscapes and consumer trust remains critical. Fascinating insights as always, Paige. Thank you, Jonathan. Always a pleasure discussing these dynamic trends shaping our financial future.
0: And that's the Daily Digest for Monday, March 4th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin.
1: And I'm Steve Onsker.
0: Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow.